we found that in the 2017 Detroit City Council elections, there was no one who spent more money on the campaigns than the Maroon family and their connected companies. And we found that, that those companies often um, exercised their spending in ways that was difficult to track and it often couldn't be tracked till well after the election was over. Why not? Because they, uh, Central Transport and the Detroit International Bridge Company funded three super PACs that did their spending extremely late in the election cycle. So often the spending would happen would, or would be reported to have happened the day of the election or the day before the election. So it didn't have to be reported on public financial disclosures until January 31st, 2018, a few months after the election. In one situation, a lobbying firm loaned a super PAC money before the election. And then after the election, Central Transport gave money to that super PAC and the money was used to pay back the lobbying firm. So again, you couldn't see Central Transport's involvement until well after the election was over. Have you seen that kind of dynamic with money in local elections anywhere else in Michigan? We have not. I have personally, I mean, this has happened, I, I should say, this has happened in other states. It's happened at the national level in U.S. Senate races where super PACs have used certain strategies to delay disclosure. In terms of local races, I can't remember something in recent memory that's that's similar to this, especially um, considering the fact that three different super PACs were kind of involved in this. Which campaigns in Detroit in 2017 were the Maroons spending money on? Yeah, so uh, they were primarily, they spent money in um, a majority of the council races, one way or another, either through the super PACs or direct giving to candidates. The races that really saw heavy spending from the super PACs that they funded were uh, Raquel Castaneda-Lopez race in the 6th District, Roy McAllister's race, I believe that's the 2nd District, um, and there was also heavy spending in the Mary Sheffield uh, race, uh, which I think is the 5th district. So they were supporting Jewel Ware, they were supporting Roy McAllister, and they were supporting uh, Tyrone Carter. What conclusions can we draw from that about why they were putting money into those races? There are a lot of uh, hypotheses about that. Uh, you have the Maroon family, through a spokesperson, has kind of said, you know, we are supporting candidates in some ways that align with our views, and a lot of the spending is done by these super PACs, and we just fund them, and they make the decisions about what happens with the spending. But also, um, the candidates who have been opposed by them say that they think that this is because they've opposed the Maroons on very specific issues. Community benefits agreements. Some of the candidates that were opposed by these super PACs had a different stance on community benefits agreements than the Maroons. And on um, some, uh, there was a deal in 2015 regarding Riverside, uh, the Riverside Park that WDET has reported on that uh, was also a kind of uh, touchstone issue here, I think. Money is always spent in political races. Why did this raise red flags for you? Well, it raised red flags just because of the large amount of spending and the way the disclosures came that we didn't get them until late uh, after the election. 